Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut, Little Women, 1868 by Louisa May Alcott. The book revolves around four lower middle class sisters, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy, as they go through their teenage years. Um, I see this book as sliced into three parts, with this first part being more sitcom-like, and the final two parts being more strung together by Joe's pursuit to be an author, as well as Amy's adventures around Europe. So when I say sitcom, I mean, you know, each chapter starts with a sister facing a problem, which gets resolved eventually, and mother, Marmy, uh, summarizes the lesson for them at the very end of the chapter. And the final two parts are more plot-driven and less episodic. Which just sounds like the first part is like an introductionary part for you to get to know the four sisters and like the family dynamic as a whole, right? And like the second and third part is, uh, you know, it sounds like it's like a more main focus of what the author wants to bring that out, right? So would you say that's like, is it, would you say like that's a fair way to say how the book's structured? Yeah, I'd say so. Like the first part, like you said, it's, it's very much an introduction to the characters, what they love, what drives them, and what their motivations are, and what their interests are, and everything. Uh, and like you said, the second and third part are more what the author wants to convey. But I don't know if she has a, pl- a point to what she wants to convey, but it's more, I think that's where the meat of it all is, and that's where the emotional center is. It's more like this happened to those two people and the first part is why you should care about those two people right? something like that okay yeah I, i'd say so that when you kind of get through the first part you're like you don't feel the need to actually sit through the entire uh, book you just think okay these are all short stories these are not like there's okay. nothing there's nothing to bring me back to the book but then when you get to the second part it makes a lot more sense as to why this is the case okay right i'm guessing like she doesn't do, like she doesn't drag it out right so just like first part's like quite short and then second third part's like a lot longer in comparison or we say like like equal length i think the first part was a bit uh shorter and then the second and third part is, is a bit longer okay. so i don't th- i don't know if she intentionally structured it this way but that's definitely how it felt like and you'll find that actually for the most part most of the characters are women well they have a father but the father is fighting in the American Civil War. Mm. It's set around this era. The only sort of other male characters that are prominent in this book are uh, the Lawrence boy and his grandfather are the only other two like male characters in this. I was trying to think of the main idea for this book, and quite frankly, I don't think there really is any main idea other than a portrayal of sisterhood, if anything. But I don't, I, I don't know if it's meant to be the case, but I think this book is meant to center around uh, Alcott's real-life struggle of becoming a writer and, you know, getting paid to make, uh, write articles and everything. Hence why the principal character is Joe, the second sister who strives to be, hey-ho, an author. Going into this book, I had the impression that this book was trying to push some agenda on me, but no, it's just normal people facing problems and overcoming them. And so there's no political nuance to this. Okay. Uh, and like I said, despite being set during the American Civil War, you don't see much commentary to that as well. There is no like crazy political statement to be made about this. There's no, oh my God, controversial um, topic okay. to be discussed. So it's those just problems, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, well, th- those problems, they're like, 
Are, are they like everyday problems or are they like massive problems? Uh, I would say they're more everyday problems um, from things like how to deal with unruly uh, people, what happens when you get into fights with your siblings. There was one part when um, I think it was Amy, she tried to have a little birthday party and she made all these plans and everything, but in the end, and she invited all her friends from school, but in the end, like only one person showed up. Ooh. You know, these sorts of problems, they're not like everyday problems, but you, these, you can see them as problems. Okay, I see, I see. So, like, would you say, like, most of the book is just sort of them going through more everyday problems and there aren't actually that many, I guess, problems that matter more in the grand scheme of things. Or, or were, they, were, they, were, were there still, like, um, events that were a bit more, um, you know, wow factor? In the first part, I'll say it's pretty smooth sailing, like, episodic sitcom and not much of a wow factor to it. But then... When it came to the second part of the book and the third part of the book, there were parts where I was like, ooh, I did not see that coming, or wow, I did not see that, um, or wow, that is really something special right there. Okay. And, and that's why I wanted to talk about this, because I, didn't, I went in without any expectations, was kind of bored by the first part, but then I made it, once I made it through that slug, it was quite worth it to see the uh, final two parts play out because that's where the meat is in my opinion okay and and on the whole i'd say the book is actually quite wholesome i don't think alcott strove to make any like i said any controversial message with this i think she just wanted to share a simple story and i guess that's why a book like this transcends the test of time i see right so would you say how would you say it compares to um like, I guess, ling- English literature books of, like, similar similar caliber. So I'm thinking books like, um, you know, Pride and Prejudice, Jane Eyre, you know, they, they all have, like, a strong female lead, right? But a lot of people would classify them as, like, feminist literature nowadays, which um, it, it, would, it would be, like, an agenda-pushing, um, like, category. So would you think this book also falls into that bucket, or do you still stand by a point of, uh, you know, there's nothing... There's nothing um, too agenda-pushing about this book. And it's literally just about um, people who happen to be women going through everyday problems. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there is... um, I don't think it would fall under quote-unquote feminist um, books because, quite frankly, there is no agenda-pushing in this. It's, like you said, it's just normal people who happen to be women. And I think something like you know Pride and Prejudice and Jane Eyre I think there's more of a sort of a patriarchal figure that's sort of quashing everything down but even in this book like the the male characters they're not belittled or anything for their choices they don't try to quash or uh, or, or bring these women down they are just there they have their own problems and their own desires and wants and conflicts and they colour the story. They're not there to make the female characters look good or make male characters look weak. So in that sense, there is no agenda being pushed here. And like I said, I think that's why a simple story like this um, is really wholesome and quite good for everyone, really. I'd say um, there's it won't alienate everyone. Oh, wow. That's fair enough. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think on the whole, I... onto the ratings. Yeah. On the whole... I gave this book a 7 out of 10 
because this episodic start at the very beginning makes it hard for like one to attach oneself to the plot and the subsequent and the subsequent parts become more gripping when the overall plot becomes more directed and, and like i said some parts in this book hit hard but if i discuss them now we would be venturing into spoiler territory um i don't think everyone needs to read this once in their lives and i don't have any analysis on the movie because in fact all the movies because i've never watched a single one of them i've just gone straight to the book um so if they handled it differently well there's that uh but on the whole i'd say it's a simple story if you just want a story just to uh if you want a classic just to enjoy i think it's really good it's not a long book right it's not that long and if you want a um and if you have audible i think it's free now um, it's included in the Prime membership package with, um, and it's performed by Laura Dern, who okay. plays, uh, who plays uh, Marmy, the mother character, in both the book and actually in the movie. If you want, that's probably a nice medium to use, which is, if you want, that's a nice pl- uh, way to get through this book as well. And that's the way I did it. Well, sure. I'll be sure to check it out and hope you guys do as well. If you like what we do, follow us on Spotify or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercup.dust at gmail.com or Instagram at papercup.dust, no caps, or Twitter at papercuppodcast, one word, no caps. Look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Nick and I'm Yuji. Peace out.